0: Welcome to the 90th Minute with podcast. I'm the host Mario. I'm here, with my co-host for the for the day, Leon.
1: For well, the day, man, it's the evening though. It's not even afternoon.
0: No, but I do other podcasts before, so it's like I'm have to say, my co-host for the day was Lance and then come like You need to come back on a sports podcast you know, because I only put track on field stuff I'll go on, and you and Lance need to talk about it because me you no know, dog shit. So Lance basically just a talk on it um isn't uh-huh. it? I'm yeah, um,
1: gonna like your shaker you a little bit more interesting, maybe that's been
0: good been because
1: a big, a big actually for certain uh, runners. I'm actually um there's a copy runners I'm, I have my eyes on um good, we need, for, good we need well. for
0: good Yeah, we need we need you and Lance to talk about that while the back because um I was on land show in the middle of the week and he was yeah. talking about the um, the race were just going Um, the fun team, the fun team, the pre-fun team or something like
1: that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yesterday, yesterday. Man, we, yeah,
0: uh, we were talking about that Thursday, and he was like, so Mario, do you have any opinions on on track and field event?" I'm just like, "Yo, I'm glad you like it."
1: I think I think that, that that's your weakest sport actually. In terms of, of course, it's like, fucking easy. It? Um...
0: It, it was. I, I hated running as a child. But <laughs> you were but, a fullback. <laughs> no, but. <laughs> I'm glad you realize why a lot of things in my career work, work, out. Because I started playing as a fullback because of um, I was good at dribbling, I was good at um, reading the game, and I was good going forward, but I was slow as shit. So then they moved me to center back because, hey, he's a good defender, you know the game, you can read the game and all of that crap. But wait, oh! You might not like the shortest person on the field. Alright, so I'm moving from center back. So, Granted, I was good at defending, I was good going forward because I had a small, I'm a a short person, so I have natural center, low center gravity, so my dribbling was good, my crossing was good, my passing, I'm I'm more of an intelligent person than a physical person, so I I could always read the game well, I always had an understanding for the game, meaning that I knew what to do in what situation, but...
1: I'm gonna ask you a question because yeah. um, you saw the link that I sent you yesterday about the anime, right? You knew the football anime, right? Yeah, yeah. So after a caught up, I decided I was gonna read the manga up until like two o'clock this morning. And mm-hmm. I stopped reading the manga when the code, so the backdrop for persons who not aware is right, the fictional team is called Tokyo Esperan FC. It's modeled up of FC Tokyo. Right. You you for the J League, so you know, know Tokyo, right? Very good team, good set setup in real life as well. So the the main concept of the anime or the manga is basically it's uh it's not the same as most sports animes in Japan, where it's around high school, It's literally around a kid needing to go pro yeah. to help his family, right?
0: Yeah.
1: So, The main character, he wants to be a forward. He's obsessed with scoring goals. Mm -hmm. Every time he scores a goal and he does something great, he calls out for one of the great strikers. Um, There was a match where he did a pass from his defensive third into Mm -hmm. the final third. He says, yo, I am greater than Roberto Baggio. (laughs) It's hilarious, but he has great vision. I, it, the anime calls it an eagle eye where he's able to yeah. see where everybody else is on the pitch.
0: Yeah.
1: And in the real life, they do have footballers like that. You know, Marina said the same thing about Orzil. He sees a hundred passes
0: before them actually played. Exactly.
1: Play. And you know, you know, Shavinia said they were great of knowing spatial awareness. Of where their teammates were in conjunction
0: to where to they them. were before them even touch the ball. Before you give exactly. them the ball, then know the two pass them with them off to me. Exactly. Tony Cruz yeah. is in that category. Don't forget Tony Cruz. don't forget Shrine Stagger, don't forget Pirlo. They before they before you pass the ball to them, them see the three passing options for them out.
1: And they right. see where they see where their teammates are going to go, and they can orchestrate the move. Based on where they know their teammates are going to go. Exactly. So the coach for this team is I call him Guardiola because he he is is basically his style of place position positional football,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? You have your rondos, the triangles, and one touch passing. Players moving within a certain framework, right? Now, you can see that the author. Has done his research. The office probably a big football fan because the entire youth setup, they could copy Barcelona and just put it on the club. That's basically what they did. So here's my question to you because the coach told him that, yo, your, your ball control is below average, mm-hmm. right? Your pace is okay, but your acceleration so over the first 10 meters. Is nothing to, to talk of, really to write home about. Yeah. You're fast, but your first I 10 had, meters is I had that. I had
0: I had the I had the acceleration but well, not pace for
1: both. Yeah. So basically what the coach is saying that for you to be a forward, right? This is basically the at birth. You don't have the ball control skills for it, you don't have the 1v1 skills for it, and you don't have the pace over the first 10 meters, which would allow you to get away from a defender. Yeah. Sure, if, if you're, when you build up peace, then you're unstoppable. But until then, you're easily caught. So the coach would be like, "Yo, you make a perfect fullback." So that's why I was like, hey, this Mario, is ta- this anime is tailor-made for Mario." No, yeah, um, I have a disagreement with the author
0: in terms of because
1: the author builds up that he has this wild field of vision, right? And he's able to predict where his teammates are going to go.
0: Leon, just one second. For the people listening, um, we're not podcasting from the beach despite the amount of music I'm hearing both my mic and Leon's mic. Kingston is pretty windy today, which I'm happy for because it's summer. Yes. Um, it. And Kingston being windy in the summer is like, other us a, a sec, it's, 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 it's a perfect balance between yeah. yo rain and, and clear skies. It's overcast enough for it to be cool. And it's not but enough it's overcast not rain it's good, Yeah, it's yeah it's like on the bottom
1: this is a perfect tropical weather.
0: Like this, are, and when it comes down to June in Kingston, are one of the best things I could have. have this exactly. kind
1: of because you either get this, or you get hurricane rains, or you get
0: hot, 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 desert. Hot, 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 hot desert, hot, hot. desert, hot. So, what find final, what the perfect one. But why
1: hear, like, man, here only will you put the feedback of the wind in your mic? I'm not thinking of my mic as
0: well. Yeah. But the windows are open and the breeze
1: is blowing. Oh, man, you think I love my window? But, you know like, so I, I disagree with him because I'm saying if a player has such great vision, right? That's yeah. the footballing term, vision. Right? He has such great playmaking ability. And he's a goddamn great finisher. He's a great finisher, but yes, his ball control is poor, his technique is poor. He's saying that putting you at fullback allows you to get the best out of your vision while also maximizing on your limited skill set that you have. Now, as a person who plays fullback, right? Yeah. Do you normally have fullbacks that have great vision um, that can read the read the flow of the game to a level of where they register? Because I was saying, yo, this is this is like a parallel. He, he reminds me of a parallel. He might not have the passing range of a parallel, right? But if he's able to create the attacks from the beginning, right, that would be a vital asset in midfield. If it's a midfielder more than a forward. What a fullback?
0: All right, here's why. All right. So mama just addressing. And I know we're talking about a fictional anime, but we're not that much to talk about. Really some champions you were gonna talk about after this, but um, I have some awards to give this season, but let must say what that. Here's the thing, and if it was to mirror my career, I would go. I don't hundred percent disagree with the coach. I know it's fictional. I don't a hundred percent disagree with the coach.
1: No, trust me, it's fictional, but it's it's extremely realistic. To everything that the coach has done it's all
0: right so it's let me just give a right, let me all right let me just give a background kind of of what half of what you said for example when i was growing up like i said played at fullback first had all of what you would call football in can i read the game my ball well my ball control was immaculate because my shot low center i'm gonna get that me get good ball control after. um I was moved to center back because, like I said, I was a good defender. Tackling, especially slide tackling, very good at. Reading the game, all of that, good at. I wasn't blessed with physical attributes. Poor stamina, poor pace. I have like acceleration, meaning that if I was to dribble past somebody, I could get past them, but they're going to catch my back. If I out dribble the defender, um, more than likely, he catch me, which is where the vision and the passing came in because I had those as well. Mm-hmm. but the problem was my physical attributes. Um, poor stamina. Like, a, a football match is 90 minutes. I could give you 60 minutes um, at my best, and then I was a liability on the field. Because if you're playing at fullback and you're tired at 60 minutes, you're basically just an extra man from a and shit, because when defenders run at you, you're already tired, so you're not chase them down. And you don't have no more energy for overlap. So them say, all right, move him to center back. All right, cool. He's a good defender. He's playing at center back, but damn near every ball will come. Any cross you put in on the box, more than likely, a will go my head. And granted, even though I've played against forwards who are bigger than me, if you played me against a target, somebody who's like a dedicated number nine, yeah. just crossing the ball, like make him out jumping. So then I was moving to midfield, which is what you're saying should be done, rather, as a defensive midfielder. Yes. And that works if you already have ball control. Yeah, the play. reason why I agree with the coach putting him at fullback is because yeah. I don't have to put him there permanent. He doesn't have to put him there permanent. Fullback is one of those positions where your errors aren't... It's not that your errors cannot be kept capitalized upon, but you're, you have more room for error than anybody else on the pitch other, other than a foul from a defensive perspective. For example, if you have poor ball control and you're the guy sitting in front of my back line, I don't want you in front of my back line. I know that Chasmiro, Fabinho, even Busquets and those guys who are defensive, even McHale, they're when you hear ball control, they, they're not the first person that comes to your mind, but that's the thing. They actually have very good ball control. Yeah, because they're able to receive the ball on the first touch I mean. exactly. Fullback, you can make miss, you can have a loose touch at fullback. You know what I'm saying? Like you mm-hmm. can have you can have a miscontrol at fullback. It now got 100 percent punchly. If my center back ever miscontrol a ball, I'm to say. If my defensive midfielder is not ball control, fuck you out in front of my defense. And you're the first person my defender must pass the ball to. And then you're the first person who I, my midfielder must receive the ball from. No, granted, you have vision and passing, but if you can't at first control the ball, if my center back passes you the ball and you're my defensive midfielder, and you miscontrol the ball, I want to take care of my field. At the last place that I need somebody who miscontrol the ball. So, at fullback, you're able to develop more because you have more room for error. And your position is kind of like a little bit of everything. You have to do a little bit of what the, the wingers can do in terms of dribbling, getting past players. You have to can defend like the defenders. Your crosses are kind of like passes, um, long range passes. So you have to do a little bit of what the midfielders can do. So it's a perfect place to develop a player. Where I don't like it is that you said that this anime is a high school based. It's based, it's based on pro, football.
1: pro Yeah, So yeah, the basically told him that yo, for you, you will never go pro as a forward. Yeah. But you can become a pro as a fullback. Which is which is very realistic in terms of what, what we see in footballing academies today. Nobody wants to be a fullback, basically. Marcelo no. to Daniel were wingers coming into
0: turn I mean, into fullbacks. They were wingers turned into were,
1: fullbacks. Yeah, exactly. So like, when I thought I was like, okay, then maybe the coach wants to become like a Marcelo. Someone who is, who is good enough to help in defense, very damn good going forward, but can also drop into midfield if needs be.
0: Philip Long. Creative. Philip Long.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, maybe something like that. Because I'm like, you, you write the character, that he has, one of the best vision. He's able to see and predict. What's happening around him. So you know he's very creative. But would you not want that creativity in midfield and you teach him how to ball control no, no, they no, no, teach no. him ball control, the first touch?
0: Yeah.
1: Right? His teammates taught him that he mastered it. And he has very good short to mid-range passing.
0: Yeah.
1: No, on the terms of dribbling ability, yeah, he's not really that good 1v1.
0: No, no, no. Because, well, here's the no, thing. Though. There's, a, well, not, there's a difference yeah. between being a good dribbler and being a good 1v1 There's two different things. You can, have, you can be a good dribbler, but that doesn't mean that you can take on a bunch of players. And leave it. Being a good dribbler is you being able to dribble with the ball as close to your field as possible. Um, there's players who are good dribblers who don't dribble a lot. Let me give you one example. Sergio Busquets, one of the most underrated dribblers in the field. But he only uses it to get away from people or get out of tough situations rather than okay, as soon as we get the ball, let me look to take on somebody. You can be a very, very good dribbler, and um, this is just to share something from my life. And uh, this is becoming way too much about me, but um, I remember I was in a training session and I was still a defender at the time, and um. One of my friends was like, yo, because we're doing this like a cone drill. We have a dribbler on the cones.
1: Yeah.
0: And the coach basically had to say close cut. And I'm a defender. And I and the forwards in my team were like, yo, why are you not playing a midfield? And what they did not understand is that I was a good dribbler, good technical dribbler and all of that. But I wasn't a player like them. Who you put out there for just challenge people one on and dribble through the field? I had the close control to do it, I had the dribbling ability, but there's a difference, and I keep telling, which is why I kept telling you there is a difference between uh guys who are wingers who can just get past people because they have like a pace or something. Like it's, it's about it's the same thing I tell you about Gabriel Jesus. I trust Jesus to get past people because he still has his pace. What happens when those guys lose their pace and then can't kick up? Are they the type of player that can challenge a player? one Not everybody's rubbing your name, or who's on them, belly, Robin, Robin Ribbery, who can take on guys. Because you have guys who can use them, pace and push a ball around you, and get past it. Because
1: yeah. they the FIFA term for other person you call those technical exactly. dribblers.
0: Exactly. And
1: you call just speed dribblers.
0: Boom. So I was a good technical dribbler technical dribbler. But can you put me to just constantly do that for the entire game? No. So I would say that in this anime, the only problem I have with him moving into fullback, I know it's fictional, but the only reason why I put him at this every is because now he's turning pro. If this was just a development thing where I want this player to continue to develop his ball control, continue to develop his defensive instincts while still being able to provide because, you know, that's something what I going forward.
1: I just felt like, okay, yeah, moving to fullback, right, at fullback, he's able to learn more about the game because he's behind everybody else. So he learns more and he develops without being that big of a detriment to the team's attack.
0: Yeah, being a liability. But
1: when I, know, spoilers, you know, I went forward, I found a discussion, and one of the guys were like, so far up to the final series in the anime, when they're playing off against Kusen, he's still a fullback. He goes pro as a fullback. But what the coach is basically saying is that he wants him to master both attack and defense, so he's able to overlap and invert at will. So the coach gets an extra midfielder if he needs a midfielder, or he gets a winger if he needs a winger, or he gets a fullback if he needs a fullback out of that one person.
0: Exactly. But well, the pro and but well, the problem with that but I'm is... like well, this
1: was Europe, right? A player with that amount of vision and creativity to be able to spot a pass anywhere around the field, you're never putting that player much that. Exactly. Well, that
0: yeah, but the problem here is
1: of his because as as his biggest or his first fan such is the coach's sister, you can teach someone to have good ball control and, we, and you prove that you we saw that he's not able to do one touch passing, receive the ball and turn, you know, the kill it and pass it option. So we saw that he's yeah, very good at
0: learning these things. Yeah, but here's the thing, you know, Leon, here's the thing. It's not about moving you into midfield. It's moving you into midfield without you being a liability. Um... You can teach players certain things, but here's a problem. In game, how much of how much of you, how much of you, how much of your learning progress will also be a liability to the team. But
1: that's, that's the thing, that like by watching, and when you start watching, you realize that his liability in game wasn't his bad ball control or his bad technique, right? It's mm-hmm. more of he didn't know, he doesn't know anything about tactics. Or in individual Understanding
0: that, the game. No, just understand. Yeah, yeah he it's couldn't
1: understand that. the game because in his high school, where he's from, everybody just passing the ball and telling for
0: the redeem team. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Tamu, just give the ball
1: to him and exactly. Come on, time, Come but on now time. he's in a professional system where he has to learn
0: the game itself. And, and it's... biggest,
1: the biggest, part of that was two of his teammates, um, a fullback and a, and the central middle. Because he was playing on the wing. Yeah. And they were the fullback and the centre was forming a triangle to get around the defense. And when, when the centre mid realized that, oh, if I get the ball, right, the attack is gonna stop because I can't get past them. So he needs to he needs to form another triangle with the fullback instead. So instead of passing it on the outside to the fullback who was overlapping it, he passed it on the inside into the center middle, mm-hmm. which allowed, which made the center run into traffic. When what he should have done was pass it to the fullback on the outside, right? And then let the, let the fullback, then put in the low cross for the center middle to run onto, not for the center middle to run into, because, you know, once the center middle gets the ball, defenders are drawn to him. But if the fullback is overlapping and gets the ball, it's going to pull the defensive line away and apart from him so that, you know, there's space for the center to attack. And because he's also there, he will add another body. So there is no two players attacking the ball from the fullback coming in. But he didn't understand that and his teammates were pissed at him over it. But you know what, they realized that, yo. you know, he has raw talent and been, as the score said, you're surviving off raw talent. But for you to go pro, raw talent isn't going to cut it. Nope. And that's when I realized that, yeah, as much as the first eight episodes are short, but in the first eight episodes, they're already telling you about the mental aspects that players have to go, or young players have to go through. That yo, you, you, you weren't scouting for the under for the youth team, right? You weren't recommended for the youth team. You didn't, you didn't come through the junior ranks at the club. You're, here you are with 80 other players trying out. This is just tryouts. And the reality of the tryouts are probably out of the 85 of you that comes to the trial, nobody is signed. Maybe only one person. Is signed, and that is the hard
0: Not even you know, signed, not even signed. No, but here's the thing not so even it's not that really sign. Sign. It's it's getting a player signed yet. No, just getting a chance even to actually try because a tryout, even though it's called a tryout, that doesn't mean that you're trying out. No, team. you have to be
1: invited for the
0: tryouts. No, 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 like, no. What I'm saying is that first tryout is just to get to see how much of these guys we were out of 85 people. Who are maybe the five that we can take to actually and try it's out.
1: actually very, like you said, that because out of the 85 that came, they narrowed it down to 11 persons. Out of the 85, and 11 persons were the one that went on to the second stage of the tryouts.
0: Yeah, and then now let's say that you try out at the club. Out of that 10 or 11 people, Only you may, three actually made it. Yeah, like only that. exactly, because I was about to say, like maybe two to three people are going to make it out of that. So people and don't. Then,
1: what other person is doing here once you enter the youth system, because they're, they're using the J-League youth system, yeah. so it's very accurate. You have three years at that level before the club can either decide, that here what, you can never be a pro, so there's no point in you graduating. Now, when yeah. we talk about graduation in youth football, it means you're given your first contract from the club. Now, this contract will allow you to play for the under-23s, maybe the first team. That's, that's, so you spend three years from maybe 15 to 18, right? And then at the age of 18, you are decided that, yo, so you might not even reach eighty. You might even complete your first three years to be honest, you know? But are you going to get your first contract? That's what you mean by graduating. And the reality is, out of a million players who try to become pro footballers, only one means. And that's an actual stat.
0: Yeah. Like a lot of people don't really actually understand that because we only celebrate winners in society. And in all fairness, that's kind of why we celebrate them because they're winners. Mm -hmm. Um, So you can't really, you can't be angry about that. We celebrate greatness for a reason because it's great. The loser's story is never told because no one cares. It's either you're the winner or you're no one. So a lot of people don't read, unless a winner chooses to tell you about their story, which is something that, granted, in this podcast era, and this media era, where selling your story is so profitable, I think now we're seeing a lot more athletes open up um, especially now that people no longer want to see athletes kind of as celebrities. More people want to see athletes. As we um,
1: used to see back in the of a part of the people, the common man.
0: Yeah, a part of the common man. Like people want these stories now. But what a lot of people don't see, and I don't know if I should shout out his YouTube channel. There's a guy on, there's many of them on YouTube, you know. So I don't even want to shout out one, but I'm sure it's all. About. There's so many players on YouTube now who make me. I don't want people to say they make me feel bad, but I feel bad when I watch them because there's a lot of failed footballers on YouTube who are restarting their careers and documenting it, and I have such a huge admiration for them because I. It's hard for me to put up my failures out here like that, because when I failed, when I when I didn't go forward with my football career, it was a failure that I had to. I had to sit with by myself it's another thing to broadcast the fact that you fail as a footballer and you're restarting your career and then what happens if it fails now in the public eye where people saw your journey people saw you doing the work people saw you doing the gym workouts people saw you doing the the drills and everything and shit you're probably even making money off of the journey because that YouTube channel that you start is probably making some money from the fact that you're working out and all of that stuff. People see you're working out and all that stuff. Um, you're kind of still creating content. You training is basically content, right? Yeah. So, people don't see the mental pressure of, okay, yeah, I do all of these workouts on YouTube or whatever. But, yo, the next tryout I go into has so many reasons for me not to do it.
1: I, you know, one of the things that I, t- I took away from it was, the coach said, yo, I'm not even judging their technical ability. I'm judging their mental ability. You know, how do they overcome adversity? How do they respond to when situations are not going their way? So their entire trials wasn't even mental. I was not physical, was all about the mental side of the game. And when you really think about that, a lot of footballers, have the talent, but they don't have the mentality to break into that bracket. More sports, more
0: sports people. It's it's really about that at the end Because again, there's a lot of people who are physically talented. I will talk about this all the time. There's a lot of people who, um, who were superstars growing up. Yeah. Who you don't see them make it in the big time, and the reason for that is. Their asses have been kissed all of their lives. They've been told they're the greatest things since sliced bread all of their lives. There comes a point in every sports person's life when they realize that the room that they're in, everybody's on the same talent level as them. Everybody's on the same talent level as you. You can't pass the ball better than that guy. And he probably can't pass the ball better than you. You can't pass the ball better. Than so what separates you from him? Either your competitive edge, which is the mentality. You have that killer instinct that no matter what happens, you have to always try to fight. Um, I used to wonder why certain players made football teams over me, even though I was technically better than them, more mm-hmm. technically sound, even though I had a better understanding of the game. Yeah. Um, they were fighters. And I had a very Ozil, PRL type approach to football where I am the, what it, the silent genius? Mm-hmm where you're you're not the more you're not the more aggressive player you play the game with a certain calmness and all of that stuff um where you're more the technical player and i used to wonder why coaches played certain guys um over me and they weren't as good footballers as me it's because they played with more fight than i did. i was this calm keep your head steady type of player who only uses aggression when he must play in defense because it had to be done. But I wasn't, I was, I, I like, and that's why I fell in love with clubs like Barcelona because I wasn't physically blessed, so I didn't try to play physical unless I was I was playing defense because it requires it. So it's not that I couldn't play physical, but you have to remember, I'm, I, I was growing up, I was usually the smallest guy on the field. So my first instinct isn't, hey, let me go around and throw my body into that. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. I was always a guy who tried to figure out... Uh, um, even though I did like playing physical, because I grew up as a defender, so you kind of like playing physical. Boy. I was more of a guy who loved technical. If you notice the clubs I support, Ajax, Barcelona. I fell in love with those clubs because I wasn't gifted physically. So I appreciated football clubs who love footballers because
1: Xavi and Iniesta... In the anime, again, the star yeah. player for the youth team, mm-hmm. when he made his debut, his professional debut,
0: yeah.
1: and he gave an interview, he said that, you know, like the reporter asked him, you know, um, how do you feel knowing that physically you're not, you know, the best or physically you're not up to match with these players?
0: Yeah.
1: And he's like, Persons who rely on physicality is just an excuse to make up for their lack of technique.
0: <laughs> no, but that's how, that's how technical players do it. That's how technical players do it.
1: On that side, I'm like, you know, this is very true.
0: <laughs> no, but no, but Leon, Leon, I used to get angry at coaches. I used to think coaches don't like me because, yo, bro, me can play ball better than all the of them. They played physical. And it's a part of why Jamaica's football didn't go far. And I remember one of the coaches saying it to me that, um, yeah, um, I remember the, the, um, I was I was trying out for a football club, right? I was trying out for a football club. And one of the coaches came up to all of us and said, yo, no, 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 yes, okay. no, so we're gonna just pick we're gonna just pick out all of the players who fight who can play the hardest and who run the longest. And then come to his straight up and set up. Mm-hmm. And then him pull me and one of them bridging them aside. Because I never me alone tryout football, me and one of them close friend. but so that, that's another thing, too. Um, that people don't see when they come on to like football tryouts, yeah. Like I was a player who would prefer to try out with one of my friends, even if my friend, even if I know that my friend is not going to make the team. I used to like having a friend there because as somebody there that I know, somebody there that I'm comfortable with, that, feel like because it's hard to take that rejection by yourself. If they don't pick you, and if they do pick you, even if even if they don't pick you, and it's not even the rejection, but playing with a new group of players that you don't know it's good having somebody around that you know. Not because it's going like to help you make the squad, but it just makes you feel relaxed at the tryout. Because there's somebody there who knows that you're a good player. You get what I'm saying? It's like, it's like you know, when you go to a tryout, team, you're playing with a bunch of guys that you don't know. They don't know your skill set. You don't know their skill set. You can be a damn good player, but just because of the group of players that you're doing your, your drills with, they make you look bad. Or you make them look bad. And by, vice versa, it goes both ways. So like tryouts have so many different um, aspects to it. And like I said, a lot of technical players, they they don't they don't love physical players for that reason. But, um, this is why I give quote, um, teams like Germany such great credit. You have teams that can play physical, but they can't play football. You have teams like Spain who can ball the shit out of you, but if you, if you come up against they them physically, play yeah, them, them now have none to forgive. That's why I give so much credit to German football because it's the only football that has found the balance between, hey, we teach you how to play football from a technical point of view but we're still physical enough to run you into the ground, if that's where you want to be.
1: As, well, as they used to call them machines.
0: Yeah, the mind yeah.
1: The so, um, which was a ballax era. Yeah. All a bunch of robots.
0: <laughs> With um wolves and um, Rolfes and those guys. Um, yeah, a bunch of robots. <laughs> exactly. But some bones still managed to find footballers in there like a ballax, a Schweinsteiger. Like, you still manage to get footballers. They can still pass
1: the ball. You know, even our, our DMs and Kedira's or um, people underrate Gomez technique because he was a target man. You know? And he had damn good technique and dribbling ability as exactly. a target man.
0: That, which is why I said that Drew is very underrated because Drew might not be a fancy dribbler, but his touch, technique, yes, link-up play. Like, Gomez and closer had that in abundance. The touch, the link-up play, um, then to be goal poachers on top of that. So I said, you can you can have physical specimens, but can you teach them how to play football? You can have football players, but are they willing to play physical? So, like I said, most players who play very physical were either blessed with physical attributes. Um, you have your rarities like Ramirez, a tall papa.
1: Your contest,
0: your- yeah, yeah, like those guys who still have both. But for the most part, guys who play physical are guys who cannot play football. They lack technique, they lack technical ability. But also, don't. Most who... of the English footballers back in the day. Exactly.
1: To talk to of this
0: world. Exactly. So um, you look at when, when you hear, like the same guy in you another know, anime, he was saying, um, guys who are so physically, who play so physical, mm-hmm. are overcompensating. Yeah, but sure. there's a lot there's there's also a bad side to, to, to technical players. You have technical players who overcompensate under in their technical ability for their lack of physical ability. And that can be a problem the, as well. One of the
1: criticisms of Orzio, because he wasn't such a great athlete that there were times when he felt like you were just carrying him.
0: Exactly, but that's why I said, Leon, that's why I said when my problem when I was growing up was my stamina and my speed. I can't acceleration, meaning that I could get past up there if necessary.
1: Yeah, but sometimes your body has a natural meaning to how long you can maintain much, that much intensity. Stretch.
0: Maintain that intensity. So, let's say that after 60 minutes, Mario, Mario looked tired, right? Mm-hmm. Now, is Mario a liability now, now that he's tired? Because if not going to overlap as much, which means we're not going to get no, no time from the attack. And if a defender beat him, he's tired right now. So it's not like same I'm going to run on the defender. So I had to play a lot more smarter when I got tired. Because, and our coaches used to do that on purpose. Whenever my coaches used to see us over dribbling, yeah, they used to make me run laps. You know why? You pass the ball a lot more and you think about the game a lot more when you're tired. Because you're thinking about, how oh, can I move this ball up the pitch without losing any energy?
1: All right then, so let's switch gears a bit, um,
0: Champions League. we we'll like one minute, bro Let this time I run on first. All right, let me just end the meeting and restart. Yeah, but before we get to the Champions League final, um, you never know give the name of the anime.
1: Oh yes, so the name is A O A S H I. So that's A O A S H I. All
0: uh, right, there was hold on, there was another one that we were talking about.
1: Yeah, um, Blue Lock.
0: That will come out here, right? No, but I read the first chapter. Get him the manga. present. Give him the get him the permits. Just get him the premise before moving to the champions.
1: Oh yeah, so basically, um, Blue Lock is basically Japan trying to find the perfect striker. <laughs> And they think that the reason why they are failing at the World Cup yeah. is because they lack yeah. a deadly off. So Blue Luck is this. That's actually very accurate. That's
0: actually. Very accurate.
1: Blue Luck is this training program.
0: Yeah.
1: Designed to create the next Ronaldo, Brazilian Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo. And
0: so kind well, of so like what the US is doing with um with the academy name. I can't remember the name of the academy, but they're they're designed to create the next Neymar. I
1: kind of don't like the premise of that because what what the creator of the program is basically saying is um, who needs teamwork and all these things when they can just pass the ball to their deadly striker and scores goals?
0: No, 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 no. no, no. no, I don't think that's the premise of it. What what the academy is trying to do is basically say, hey, we're trying to develop the skill sets that would make the perfect forward. So it's not that we're saying that, all right, I only need to pass the ball to the striker. No. This academy, and this is what I said about the same one, but there's one in real life that is in the US who are mm-hmm. trying to create the next Neymar. They're not saying that that's the only thing you can do as a footballer. But what they're specifically trying to create are players who can do what Neymar, Rabinia, and Ronaldinho, because are Because you have, you have a lot of footballers out there who can do the flicks and tricks, but they can't do it in-game the way Neymar, Rabinia, and Ronaldinho can. Yeah, but well,
1: that's, that's not something you can teach, though.
0: No, no. The skills they can teach, they cannot teach yeah, you can for them.
1: Play. Yeah, exactly, they can't teach that. That's something that you're born Something that, that comes natural to you. It's, like it's instinct. It's not something
0: where they can coach. No, what they're what they're coaching is the skill, not the um ability to do it. Because you still have to figure that out um, as a football player, what they're trying to teach is the skill. So name because because the United States of America does have does not shit out that name yet. They're not trying to manufacture.
1: What do you think, flair like that? You don't manufacture.
0: Well, trust me, this training program seems to be trying them living no, I know, life. I know
1: Germany it. had something similar, but it wasn't. Oh, let's create our Neymar. It's more like, yo, let's stop coaching flair out of the players. Let's stop. Let's stop. Let's stop bombarding them. With tactics and theory and all that, yeah, and just let them play.
0: Yeah, but well, this is specifically this one—the academy I'm talking about. They literally do drills to specifically train skills like tricks and skills and stuff like that. So think about it like a freestyle football academy, but they're trying to transition it to into football, into into the actual game. So I'm um, that concept that they're saying that to create the perfect striker where you have an academy set up basically just to train the skill sets of what you think the perfect strike so that concept is actually pretty good so that's blue lock blue lock all right and then you have aowashi yeah um there was another one that you were telling me there's a third one where the guy can dribble but can keep himself clean
1: yes um Yes, it's called Clean Street Oyama Con.
0: All right, so we'll have updates, especially during this off season, we'll be having I don't should we the weekly updates on each of those anime?
1: Well, for most, you know, for all three, the mangas are like fairly very, very like forward in terms of how much episodes they are. In terms of like Blue Lock comes out October. Ayo actually is going on right now, but it's probably going to be a 12-season thing, hence why I moved to the manga. The manga. Yeah. Yeah, to get out. Uh, I know, like, reading sports manga is not necessarily my forte because it's sports. and
0: It's better yeah. in anime, for Sports it's better is better in anime, anime.
1: yeah. But the stories are pretty good. Um, I like the story. Like, no, like but I that's... Said, a, no, but Leon, uh, that's That's
0: not about...
1: The fact that the, 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 the author kind of wrote me the wrong way, because yeah. I want to see how he's going to make playing a fullback exciting.
0: <laughs> it can because you really do you do a little bit everything about everybody So You do a little bit about the midfielders, you do a little bit about the forwards And you have to defend your it's a part of your job. So it's not actually not exciting to play a fullback. Um but it depends on the type of fullback you are. If you're Danny Alves, Philip lamar Marcelo, sure, playing fullback is exciting. If you're Eric Abidal, it's not. It's effective. Eric Abidal was very effective, but Eric Abidal could also play as a center back. He was more of a defense minded football. He, he was still good going forward because Abidal has scored goals for Barca. But let's be honest, the one was really bombing down the wings of Alves. As a matter of fact, we needed that because with how high Alves played, it was good that Eric Abidal liked to sit back a little bit and really stay close to the midfield or stay close to him, center backs. Because when Alves gone on, like we can't have two fullbacks up that high. So, um, sure. Like Aspinall, Creator, and Eric Abidal were good players, and they're very effective. But they're not the most exciting fullbacks to follow. Um, but yeah, those are those three enemies we didn't want now because it's because during our off season, there's very little to talk about, especially with no summer competition this year. It won't be World Cup won't be till December. Yeah. I wanted us to basically do like a weekly update on this anime on how far we'll reach. And on top of that, um, squeezing some South American leads, some Japanese, some Asian leads, and some um, and African. Most, Af- most of the African leads don't think. Because most of them work with the European. I think it's only the Egyptian League will be held throughout the year. Which is good because Egyptian league is actually the best football league in Africa, so you can are still the best league I get to watch. Oh, um,
1: speaking of leagues. Um, yeah. I got a database now for FM that unlocks all the well all the major leagues in Asia and Africa. So I have the full J League now. I have Africa South Africa. I think Ghana. No, it's South Africa, Egypt, and another another. African
0: well, league. all right. Well, the top leagues in Africa are South Africa, Egypt, Ghana, um, Algeria, Morocco. Yes, and... Algeria. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That that makes sense. That makes sense. Algeria, and um, the full
1: J League, the full Korean league, um, yes. the full Chinese
0: league as well. Definitely. Um, but those are more for You see, again, that's why I said like I want you to record most of these gaming sessions so that we can have it for the gaming side of the channel. But yeah, we'll definitely do like we I want us to do the weekly updates on these animes and how far we'll reach on them and the stories and discuss what is there. Um plus um keep up with the other and show off the this is the perfect year to show off all of the other leaks around. Most football fans ended this year anticlimactic because we saw how the year ended. Man City fans paced, PSG fans space, Barca fans pissed, Chelsea fans paced. And Real Madrid fans, despite them winning, I don't like them to do it without looking good.
1: They're
0: not here. They're is not this,
1: here. You the party at the to today?
0: Yeah. Why
1: are having a concert? man. The party is still going on.
0: Yeah, so and of course Liverpool fans don't care because the two wouldn't be actually want to win the yes, memory. Um, so
1: after one in Spain, the party's still going on in the burning un right now. Pictures are still coming in. Yeah, so
0: but yeah, Madrid yeah, but that's the fans
1: are popping, man. I think no 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 no,
0: say, no 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 I'm talking I'm talking <laughs> overall, like Madrid fans aren't as obnoxious right now as no, they're they 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 not they're
1: they not obnoxious because they know that, yeah. A little bit of good fortune. Yeah, we'll so, crawl you know, away to the we time. We rather take obnoxious budget fans than obnoxious Liverpool fans.
0: No, no, no. But that's what I'm saying. Like, even the Madrid fans right now, you see them did win this um campaign attractive like they usually do. Oh, you like, couldn't hear the end of it. Yeah, yeah but being that they know so they crawl them way to, to both to trophies, because for some reason, they did not go drop the league to Sevilla until Sevilla lost to them 3-2. um in you know, the last half of the season. So even the Madrid fans now push up themselves as they you know, them that usually would. Right now, like right now we could not hear people from Madrid fans on the road. If this was when CR7 was there, right now upon the road, he done hear Madrid fans at all. See it.
1: Yeah, because Madrid, let us not be like the three most obnoxious fans in world football are Manchester United, Liverpool, and Real Madrid. Real Madrid. They are obnoxious. And that's because in each era, both like these three teams, at some point in time, dominated for very long periods of time. Yeah. Guaranteed Barcelona fans are obnoxious as well, but that's more because they won a ton of league titles. But Real Madrid fans are obnoxious to the level we are. The Champions League is. is basically, you know, like I always say. Sevilla lends you the Europa League trophy and then takes it back. Yeah. Remember, you just done that with the European Cup starts the champions. League?
0: They exactly. just lend it to um, them and they just take it back. Yeah, and fuck Madrid, because everything Bar- every like why not why can't leave Barcelona? Your you teeth Distefana, well your teeth from us and he became one of the greatest footballers ever. <laughs> um, because he was supposed to be a Barcelona player and then some fucker go on and him end up a Madrid. I can't remember exactly, because you know that we were supposed to share him season by season, right? Really? Yeah, because, um, <laughs> Olano, when he was leaving River Plate, there was a massive thing that happened in Argentine football and he mm-hmm. closed down the league for two years. And so, like the Argentine league and the Brazilian, they were just pushing out players into Europe. And... Uh, Due to this, um, Barcelona agreed a fee with River Plate. Contract done, signer, everything in you know? it. And whatever happened in Argentine football, it's some kind of shutting down of the league, and it's like most of the pre-signed contracts were no longer valid. Yeah. And Madrid decides, "Yo, oh, all right, since your contract not really valid with Bars, yo, whatever agreement you have with Bars, so that not valid again. Come in, you yeah, play for Madrid now." And then the court of arbitration of football at the time said, All right, yo, since we can't make a decision on who forget him, on a gonna share him season by season. What? Somebody said, Oh, wait, how are you for share a player season by season? I'm supposed to spend this year with Madrid and then next year with and then next year with and then next year with I'm going know comes who up with this. I'm gonna know who come up with, and then after that, Madrid. I don't remember what Madrid did in the end. Because this was way before I was born, and I recently. Yes, I this is coming.
1: very, very, very lucky before. Yeah,
0: and um, I don't this remember is how they what
1: retired before we even were born.
0: Exactly, but I don't remember what the exact situation was. How Madrid end up with him? But then basically, Rob Barca beats <laughs> and win like five champions league with it. Yeah,
1: the first five European
0: cups. Yeah, like that's what you can't run Barcelona fans for Real Madrid. Then you take Figo from we, you take um, you take um, my guy Saviola and um, um, oh my guy from Denmark, him, oh my guy from Denmark, him, Landrop. Yeah, you take Landrop from what the wrong with him, Lola, What
1: is funny though, because like the span of five, like they have 14 titles now, right? Yeah. The next best team is AC Milan with seven.
0: Exactly. Ah, and
1: yeah, a lot of persons are like, when multi are like 14 Champions League, they're like, okay, you're also a state-back club, so shut up. Because at one point in time, the King of Spain was backing in ud To
0: this day, I still think he, I still think he has saying a lot of-
1: And things. you know, UEFA and, and the EU had to get involved because the Spanish government was giving both Barça and Madrid favourable stuff, but then want no one get involved when Qatar won PSG though. Hypocrisy, cool. I tell you.
0: But, the yeah, the champ- of football. but before we give out the award, just so a quick review on the champion because we don't have much to talk about from. tell you the truth, we don't have much to talk about from.
1: Coach Couture, Couture became premier. I think that's his best ever performance
0: ever. No, it is. Um, granted, it's a good time to have your best performance um, and are the only Champions League finally been in. Well, I lie that. Was he a part of the one that Atletico Madrid no. lost?
1: No. This is his first ever
0: one. No, man. Remember, there's two that Atletico Madrid lost.
1: Yes, it was Navas. Navas, but not him. It was Navas.
0: What? No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. I'm talking about um, Courtois. The first like, Atletico... No, no, no. The, the first final... He that... wasn't there. Who was the goalkeeper for um Atletico Madrid in the first finals they lost? Oh, the very first one that they lost? Yes. Ah, uh, was
1: Oblak? Was Oblak?
0: No What's man, it I think Oblak was the second one. Oblak was the one where they lost. Um Lade, Oblak was, was Oblak was um the, the one where Carlo Ancelotti beat Simeone. In you know, other finals. Because yeah, one.
1: Yeah, the 2014. Yes, it was Oblak. Okay. It wasn't. culture was at Chelsea at that time winning the. he
0: was wasn't the on. With us. Us. When was he on a two year loan spell? That was before this. It was the year before this. So Ob- Oblak lost two to Madrid? Yes. Because there was two times where oh, they face out. No You're actually correct. Yeah, because as I said, there's two times where I oh, Madrid. Yes, in he was the starter. Yeah, that's something saying. There's two finals that he played in. One, let's come with one for Real.
1: Oh, yeah. It was 14-15 he came because this was
0: 13-14. Yeah, and then All Black lose one of them where Zidane was in charge.
1: Yeah. This, this was La, La Decima.
0: All right. So, he lose to Ancelotti with the La Decima and then win, um, win with Ancelotti um, as a Real Madrid player um, for the 14th time. Yeah. I mean, this is expected. we didn't expect them to win. I mean, Carlo doesn't like losing to Liverpool. We know that from a long time. We saw, we, saw, we saw what happened um, even before that. Because I remember he lost the 2000. Yes, he probably was at Milan. Yes. And then beat the dog shit out of them in the 2000s. <laughs> no, not even make it that much. They might even make it that much. They just come in at the match and walk over Liverpool. Because
1: that's, that's what they should have done.
0: No, but it was 3-0 up. They were already walking. Bruno didn't come back.
1: Still, they don't have anything possible to this day.
0: And then the second final was more of the first fight. Like, Yo, they just dog walked for the first half and called it a day. So, Ancelotti does not like Liverpool. T. Fernando Torres from them. Even though we never get as much production, you basically, set Liverpool like a good five years back in them in them development. Yes, we I did actually. I'm, yes,
1: but yeah. Yeah. Best player.
0: yeah. So you see me, Ancelotti sure not like not like Liverpool um problem that. So, then him go coach Everton top of that. You think I? You think the former Everton manager won't lose? will um Liverpool? No. I
1: know what I find is for those like the English fund is coming up. Me like, oh yeah, man, Liverpool is going to walk over. Madrid, man. They're going to win 3-0. Michael Owen. Oh, Liverpool is going to blow Madrid away. I think it's going to be 3-0. No, man. Him jaded. Him jaded.
0: Him jaded. in, in, in Madrid's career was garbage. I know um, it was
1: garbage. That's why, that's why he talks He talks all the shit that he talks now. Even after Madrid won, he's like, oh, the best team didn't win. Madrid isn't the best team in Europe. And then Rio Madrid was like, how can you say you're not the best team? They just won. Nobody remembers second place. They just... Magic has the trophy. They just won. It makes them the best team. They also won their league. So they beat they be the champions of England. They beat the champions of France. Right? They beat the reigning European champions at the time.
0: Yeah.
1: And they beat the team that finished second. So they they be the Premier League top three?
0: All right, right? Never, you know beat... never why you explain <laughs> it so, so early because we're not going to look go at it.
1: Yeah, but yeah, yeah, like we understand that this magic team is not the best magic team and you can only beat what's in front of you.
0: And yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, 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 explanation Because you have gonna use the fuck. That's a, that's what I'm saying. We're gonna give some we're gonna we're gonna give out the end of season awards, which is something that we should have done last year. All right, so let's just give out some end-of-season awards for end up the show, because the Champions League final was damn near. <laughs> Liverpool did like a dominant position, create a world of chances, chance, waste them money, they like to take one chance, then get them score. It's it's it, it, it's most of our life is scoring. Yeah. It's And granted, All Benzema scored. Granted, season. granted. Yes, that would score. have to be the goal. And, and then and, and this allow it. Uh, so, I'm going to want to get the Ballon d'Or because I really I don't like think I don't think I don't, I don't um 42, and 46. I don't care what France, what end of the world could be like. I don't care what France. give Benzema the ballon Balondi. Give him Ballon Balondio. Um, which brings up a which, which brings up a bigger argument for yeah. another day. But we're still have that argument because if Benzema win this Ballundier, that 20, that trouble winning team with Madrid where win the um the, the Champions League three times in a row, would now yeah. have three Ballon Dero winners in other team.
1: Oh, yes. Madrid, CR7, and Benz.
0: And a World Cup winner and a, and a Tony Cruz. <laughs> and a Copa America winner in a Caspi. The core of that team. Plus, Ramos with everything. He win everything. There's nothing known. them. Yeah. So, Mike, right. who was supposed to compete with that team?
1: Well, you know, like, Bale, Madrid, Marcelo, Casemiro, Cruz... They're not five used to unprecedented. All
0: right. Now Mega ask so mega ask you, you for some season awards. So let's get the let's get the let's get the stupid one to mount the way first. Best defender in Europe. Ooh. No every defender player like shit I don't want to hear from nobody. Every defender he play like shit. that's a good pick. That's a And that's
1: pick. not even Chelsea bias. He's been no, the most that's... consistent defender this year.
0: All right, well, let do not forget to virgin van Dijk.
1: To, you could, true, special mention to van Dijk. I think between the one.
0: Yeah, on. so that's, no, I don't disagree with the Tiago since the beginning. I actually, don't, I don't mind that.
1: But I give it to Thiago because he's 37.
0: I give it to Van Dijk because it's like, outside of Thiago, who is mega <laughs> Heaton?
1: Special mention, where do go?
0: <laughs> Here's why I don't give Rudiger because you have other d- players in the defense who play, where, it, where essentially recover your mistakes. Yeah, yeah. With Van Dyke, if Van Dyke the back back, Liverpool got it. That's it. So I'm kind of give him the edge because he make it to the Champions League final. He never made a no stupid mistake throughout the season. For really casting team. I really the rest. I really the rest of the defenders them run him past it's the team True. so we just kinda get to him because of what the team uh, I think achieve.
1: he found a good partner in Konate.
0: I still don't think that it's you know, I still think I would have given up as I, I still think there's a better partnership. I do think Kanote is a good player. But I think it's better
1: than what they have though. Oh no no
0: Gomez no Matty no, 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 because Mati page him Matty Matt Mati pick eccentric. Yeah matipa 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 four, no, Mati no. Pono Mati Pono Mati can um, but yeah, so you go with Thiago, you get Van find I'm gonna have a problem with the Tiago. Um, best goalkeeper in Europe. So.
1: Regent by a
0: It it has to be just over again. But if you say campaign,
1: he has saved them. He has literally no, but even He no, kept them in games this year.
0: No, it's not just in Leon, no defensive player. And I can account I goalkeepers as defenders in a way, I know that they're still separate.
1: Player no defender.
0: defensive player has played well this year. None of the top goalkeepers in the world played well this year. Mendy granted him win the um, African Cup Operations, Nations. But, but he I- also made
1: mistakes in the Champions League quarterfinal of Karska this team.
0: Not just that, but even in the African Cup of Nations, it's not like, say, oh, in the standoff. It's like, team never made no mistakes for casting. You get what, what i It's not like, M.T. It, 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 it just basically stand up at the goal basically. But it's not like nobody really threatened them defensively. And it wasn't until the final that they were really threatening And That was a nil-all final, basically. So, I still can't heat to Mendy. And every other goalkeeper around the world was average this year. Donnarumma, average. Mangiana, despite winning the Syria, still was... He was the best in Syria, the French goalkeeper for AC Milan. He was the best in Syria, but was he... But it was dog shit in Europe. Remember them get knocked out at like the group stage?
1: Yeah, up so, Courtois.
0: All right, so, I'm going to Courtois. This is where we we'll get fun now. This is where it gets fun. This is where me and you can have some arguments now. Mm-hmm. This is where me and you can cuss and go on, but most improved player in Europe? Vinicius. Fuck a good, Lance. So. Martin, I'm Vinicius. <laughs> Vinicius. <laughs> Vinicius. Vinicius.
1: 42 goals of six this year. It's... it's, it's, it's It's massive. All right. So, there's no other player in Europe.
0: Well, on know. Leon, I should have asked you. No, you see, here's here's the thing. I don't know if you're going to regret your answer now, but I'm going to tell you my answer, and I'm going to tell you why maybe. All right. I'm going to feel like like you put the answer at the wrong place, but you're going to realize I'm going to ask the next question. All right. All right. So, my most improved player is um, Gwen Luzi from Marseille. There is a Marseille bias, does not go around it. But the reason why I picked him, and here's my top four Jude Bellingham, Gwen Jota, and um, Vinicius. Those are my top four most improved. But here's why I didn't put Vinicius. Mm-hmm. Your team never needed you, essentially, because you had the Benzema Cruz, Madrid, Casimiro, in terms of leaders in the squad who will bring the team. In the most clutch moments outside of the Champions League final, it wasn't you who stepped up for your team. It was Benzema. He scored in the semis. No, 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 no. I mean, I'm talking like clutch moments where your team didn't need the goal. But the team, he, he assisted the goal. No, no, no. I don't want to deny that. What I'm saying is your team didn't need you the most. You get what I'm saying? Like Out of all of the Real Madrid players this year, who you would say that they needed the most at that team?
1: What I'm saying... All right, he wasn't needed the most, but let's just start numbers, right? Last Mm -hmm. season, 35 games, three goals, three assists. In the Champions League, 12 12 matches, three goals, right? This year, La Liga, 35 matches, 17 goals, 10 assists. Mm. The Champions League, 13 matches, four goals. But this is league campaign. Seven, you went from before this, this, this is the this, this is stats in La Liga. 18 games, 2 goals. 29 games, 3 goals. 35 games, 3 goals. 35 games, 17 goals. That is, that is more than 100% in terms of how productive he has been. All this right. year he has shown that, here what? I'm not just a great fancy jubiler. His biggest, the biggest thing that a lot of had against Vinicius was that he had no end product. You can't assist, you can't score. You just have skill and pace. But when, it, when, when you reach into the box, what can you do with that? This year, he has scored. He has assisted. He's literally one of the reasons why Bradford won the league. You can't right. discredit 17 goals.
0: All right. I'm not discrediting him. What I'm saying is if Benzema is out of that squad and you perform just as well, you're not going to No, here's why I gave it to Wendy's. You were tossed out by Arsenal and you single handedly kept Marcy to second place for the entire year. And even when our best players who are attackers went down, you went on a scoring streak as a defensive midfielder. Um, I gave Jude Bellingham second place in that because of the same thing. When Erling Haaland went down, who basically kept Dortmund at second for the entire year, with their overall play, even if it's not like goal scoring, but just keeping the team afloat, who was the player? Even when Marco Royce had a momentary where he had to be out of the squad, it was Jude Bellingham who kept them afloat. Um, this the, the I was going to give the most improved player to either Vinicius or Jota. For what you're saying, their numbers are undeniable in what they've done this year. So I don't I don't say that they don't they haven't improved. But the reason why I put Jude Bellingham and Wendell over them is that their squad needed them to stay afloat or to finish wherever they finish in the season to stay afloat. Which brings me to my next question, which is where I would maybe give Vinicius more credit. Best young player in Europe.
1: Oh, well, yes. I, I don't think there's a debate. Depends on it. What is the age off?
0: I'll give you 25. I'll oh. give you up to 25.
1: So now you have to between Vinny and Mbappe.
0: But Acevini, no, 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 no. I wouldn't even put Mbappe in the discussion. I'll say Vinny. When I say young player, yes, Mbappe would still be included, but like, when I say young player, you kind of know what I mean. Like, not established players you who know, consider fighting for world class Um Granted, Vinicius is in that spot. Best well, young no, player. I think
1: no. I think before that, Vinicius was just considered a talent. I think this season, he established himself as a player, All
0: not
1: right. just
0: a talent anymore. All
1: right. I think so, I, I I'll give it to you because, like I said, before this was just a talent. I remember you. You said the same thing as well. Yeah, you can dribble and stuff, but can you put up the numbers to back the fifty million? Imagine pay for you, pay like pay for you. He did it this year. All
0: right, my most impo- my best player, best young player in Europe this year. I have to show talk my boy Christopher Nkuku. But would Nkuku be counted as young? Yeah, that's why I said twenty-five. Oh, oh, so you can include him. <laughs> And that's why I'm a stretch for the 25, you know, because he's still oh. technically young. No, because he's still <laughs> technically young. Like, McKeon not giving him an a award. McKeon, a, give a yeah, McKeon not giving him an award. Yes. yes, 18, cool goal, and 18 goals from midfield, carrying your team to a Europa League final, a Europa League semi-final, and um, carrying your team to, what, third or fourth in the Bundesliga? How much Leipzig finish in the Bundesliga? With, with, with no striker in the spot, basically. You get 18 goals from midfield. I had to give Nkuko an award for... Um, maybe I should have given him most improved player and I'm given Vinicius um, the best young player award. But one of them, I forget the two. Uh, one, of them, one of them, I forgot. But I have to give is something this year. I could, sorry, I had to give Nkuko something this year. So... Mafia in the um, best player, Like 18 goals from midfield and you're the guy carrying your team essentially. Yes. Technical
1: problems. Yeah, so. um, Who has been one of the brightest sparks in the Bundesliga this year?
0: It's not just that, it's you carrying a team. That's why that's why they push for Gwendose for uh, most Improved, because your team, if you are if you are excluded from that team, the team is not where it is at the end of the season. That's kind of why I gave him most Improved. And in Kooka, the reason why I gave him the best young player in Europe for me personally was that if I drop you from your team, your team got nowhere where it is at the end of the season. True. All right, now let's get to the ones where I think are much easier, but people want to hear more about. I think we have two more awards to give up before we finish. Um, best young player in Europe. Um, best player in Europe award. Thank you Big strike got called Um,
1: there's no debate. There's no debate that.
0: Yeah, there's. Um, best coach in Europe again. This is a seasonal award, so don't think about longevity, don't think about what they've accomplished for the past two years. Just for this season, who was the best coach this season? Hmm. All right, I, you think
1: want...
0: persons,
1: I think a lot of persons would say Ancelotti.
0: He's my vote.
1: He's my vote. I understand and I understand why other person say Ancelotti.
0: Yeah.
1: But my measurement of a, great, of a great, the best coach is being like Ancelotti. This Champions League felt more about the players turning up in big moments than tactical masterclasses from the coach. Now, that aside, I would say Ancelotti does deserve it. And if anybody says Ancelotti, I cannot disagree with them. But I will have to go with Guardiola for this one. yeah, he he dropped out of the Champions
0: League. You're much more thinking for for another answer. Go on.
1: He dropped out of the Champions League to Ancelotti. But his coaching performance this year with City has been nothing but sublime the slight tactical deviation and changes that the City team has gone through throughout the season without a recognized goal scorer. I think like Pep isn't underrated and a lot of people might say he's overrated because he only goes to teams with big budgets and all of that, but from a pure coach...
0: First and foremost, can I just end end that point completely? Name a manager who isn't who doesn't go to coaches, doesn't go to teams with big budgets, um, and our opportunities to win. Yeah, that. so you hold on, so hold on. <laughs> they want it one on one they want it, on, they want it keep to leave Byron and join top I'm just
1: talking the <laughs> But yeah, like what this city team has accomplished in the league like here, they fought in the Champions league, But that was because they lacked a goal scorer. Yeah. Because they missed six hours.
0: That upon that a time, if it was Aguero, you know,
1: yeah, if that was Aguero right there so finishing those chances,
0: yeah,
1: there wouldn't be a comeback. But exactly. yeah, I think, I think, I think Pett deserves it because I think he proved that you don't need a 20-goal a season striker.
0: To even make 20. it that far, exactly. Um, My vote is done, Carla, Ancelotti. Here's why. I view Ancelotti the same way for this year, like all of you, Belichick his team might not be the most talented it has been in years, because I do think his ladesima team is far better than this one. Um, which included Tony Cruz and Modric, but here's why I said that um, Ancelotti. His team is the only team this year that didn't defeat itself.
1: True. True. That's actually very true.
0: And, again, and that's very Belichickian in terms of the Patriots. Okay, we are not going to make any mistakes, and the second you make one, we're capitalizing right. on that shit.
1: Yeah, it's 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 very true. Magic didn't beat themselves this year. Fact, I think every team that played Magic beat, beat
0: themselves. Exactly. Which leads me to my next question. Have the Best team in Europe. Last award.
1: Best team in Europe. Mm-hmm.
0: And your thinking matches my thinking, but for two different um award categories. Because exactly what you gave credit I for I is why I give see yeah. 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 Exactly.
1: It's, it's, yeah. Like I said. City beat themselves by not scoring the six goals against that were presented Madrid. to them in the the first leg against Madrid. It's,
0: exactly
1: it's there's no can it's criminal. The misses from Ford and Mares, it's criminal. Jesus never missed one off the line. Yeah, exactly. Um Grealish clear off the line. Like it's the chances that City had it is criminal that they didn't finish the job. Like you can't get empty net and miss
0: exactly so uh,
1: level, like you said oh yeah we won't make any mistakes and that's true Madrid didn't make any mistakes yes they were cut open that's what chelsea PSG, and city did to madrid and liverpool they cut open madrid in liverpool city, they, they just couldn't score exactly. chelsea they took their chances but guess what your key plan your you defender decided they want to pass the ball to each other and benzema scored madrid um city same thing and besides say i wanted to miss sitters when you were 3 because I mean, it's 6-0. And you paid the price. So.
0: Exactly. Liverpool, create a bag of chance, leak post a couple times. One, one goal Madrid need and win. And he still disallowed Benzema's goal. So already two goals at score exactly. A lot of goal in two chances.
1: But I think when you talk about the best team in Europe, because the, the only thing I take from Michael Owen's stupid announcement that, that he did yesterday was that if Magic was to play any if Magic was to play City tomorrow,
0: them lose. They lose. They lose. I, I agree with that. But um that's what we're wrap it up for today because um the zoom meeting are closing in goddamn way. Um but thank you guys for joining us for the 90th minute podcast. Check us out on Live Sports on YouTube. That's L-I-V-S-P-O-R-T-S. Check us out on any one of your social media platforms at Live Sports One. Thanks to Liam for joining me today. Thanks for Lance for joining me earlier from Live Sports.